You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Yo, yo, hey, yo, welcome back to Beat the Buzzer. You got the best podcast in the D. You got KT here. Jam. Cardo. <laughs> Thank you for that wonderful, wonderful sound effect. Listen, <laughs> I thought he was singing a song, okay? <laughs> Look, uh, I, I, I thought more, sure. I was be more you know, than that, too. It was very simple because I actually forgot part of it because, <laughs> well. Yeah. I take my Jamaican air horn back. It's here now. We hear this. You stay. got a wah wah sound? I please, I actually need that right now. Wah, wah, wah. Thank you. I don't know You're why welcome. Jam thinks. I have uh, a lot of um, sound effects, so just let me know what you Apparently, she'd be playing with the kids all day. But, um, yeah, yeah. But, no, I feel like we got to start, though, real quick. We got to start in the first recap is all about Jam. Like, this, like, this is Jam's time to shine real quick. And it's going to go back, like, we're going to start with her birthday. We're going to start with her birthday because Why? when we because when we left last, that's what you wanted all, all to know. It was right before your birthday. You Shoot. made it a national holiday. And you pretty much let us know that we wasn't shit because we wasn't coming. I don't think I said all of that. Oh, listen, I can pull up the text. We have a group message still. Oh, but they didn't hear that on the podcast, so that's I'm, what I'm exposing saying. it because this so is what I did. Tell us a little bit Fine. about your birthday. Okay. I heard you turned another year older. Yes, I turned 25 years old. And, oh, you um, old now. Listen, my body hurts for no apparent reason now. <laughs> like, as soon as August 27th came, like, my knees started cracking. My hangovers got really bad. Like, I just, I don't understand. But, uh, yeah, Friday, um... Uh, I won't go into complete detail, but we did a nice little bar crawl, the different kind. Um, we used the people mover. So a lot of the people that came out with me, they had never been on it before. So it was cool for them to experience that. Um, we started at Floods, of course, the family establishment. Of course. Then we went to uh, Lumen in Beacon Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, we drank, we tried to sit down and drink, but because it was such a large group, they were trying to put us all on one tab and we like, no, that's not going to happen. So we just all went downstairs, grabbed a drink and then left. And we tried to go to candy bar, but candy bar is so tiny y'all. Like, I don't know if y'all have ever seen it. It's inside of the Siren Hotel right across the street from the opera house. No. I know where you're talking about. Okay. Right next to small. It's like over there by small place and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I know mm-hmm. where it is. Yeah. Because all those buildings are actually really skinny. Like it, like like yeah. the different parts of them are skinny. They're just like, that's why it's like four of them in one building. I'm like, fam. Yeah. It's um it's a very small, but it's very cute. It gives like that old Hollywood glamour feel. Like um, can't think of a place like that now. But okay, have y'all seen Dream Girls? Right. Yeah. And you know when they first sing the "We're Your Dream Girls" song. Keep going. So it looks like the place that they were in at that time. So they had like the um like the pretty glass chandelier. The waiters were in like um like cute little vests and stuff. So it's a really nice spot. So if you have the chance to go there, I suggest you guys go. But on that particular day, we weren't able to get in cuz it was like 15 of us and I think the place can only hold 15 people. <laughs> so we didn't go there, but then we went to Annex and Apparently, we went to 350, but I don't remember anything after Annex, so. That's yeah. solid. I appreciate that you said apparently we went to 350, because <laughs> so that's, that's pretty solid. Yeah. Um, so okay. like you enjoyed nice, you remember parts of it. I enjoyed yeah. the parts I do remember, yes. That's good. Didn't that's enjoy good. the next day, but. Yeah, nobody ever does. That's fine. <laughs> it's worth it at the moment, right? It's worth it exactly. at the moment. That's what's up, man. That's what's up, though. Had a had a good birthday. Said he turned twenty five and feeling old, so you can't beat that. 
um, this past weekend. You were on a live podcast. Tell us how that went. It was great. I felt like I was up there rambling, but um, people seemed to enjoy the things that I said. Um, you were the star of this particular podcast. I would wow, say that you had a lot, of, a lot of a lot of a lot of things to say. I mean, shoot, you were the one who you know still worked a nine to five, so you were a little bit more relatable than other two. Let's just be honest. You know, and no, like not not taking nothing from another two because they both yeah. had very good points. But since mm-hmm. you are the one who still works a nine to five plus chasing your dreams, that's mm-hmm. just more relatable for everybody else. Yeah, it was truth. it was very. And I still struggle with that whole quit your nine to five and just go after your dreams business because it's hard. And I I saw the toll it did take on D-Lo. And so I don't want people to think that, you know, she just up and quit her job. Like she was working for a very long time before, you know, the door opened for her to, you know, take that next step. So I think people keep saying, oh, quit your nine to five and just go after what you want. But you got to understand that there are steps and procedures you have to take before you can just up and, you know, let that nine to five go. And she did, you know, that I don't I don't really know. Um, what was her name? I think her name is I know I know it's Billy McQueen on uh, Brie. I don't think that's her name. Wait, who, uh, the purpose planner. girl. Thank, that, there we go. That, that's bad. That yeah, I feel so bad. Like I, like I, I can see her that's name at that. the <laughs> like in the front of my mind. But it's not coming out because I'm bad with names. But, yes, um, I mean, she worked at the Mac counter. And I think what's also very relatable, well, I guess not relatable about my story, is that I love what I do, 9 to 5. And so most of, not most, because I'm mostly staying for health insurance and stuff like that. But I would say 40% of the reason I am continuing my 9 to 5 is because um, Brittany, her name is Brittany. Oh, just about to say. Okay. You so, I, I, all I need me when face. I kept saying that. You said Brie. Cause I didn't say her whole name. I thought nobody right. shortens Brittany to Brie. Anyway, go ahead. But um, <laughs> I don't see myself ever quitting my nine to five in like the next five years because I do enjoy what I do. I'm blessed to work in the field that I actually went to school for. So that's just not gonna be my narrative. But yeah, it was cool. Shout out to Tamika and Aisha from Am I the Only One. Um, I love their podcast. I listened to it as soon as it launched. So I was very happy that they asked me to be a part of the live podcast here. I just caught their last episode recently because mm-hmm. I didn't know I didn't know much about the podcast before. I'm like, you know what? I should at least go listen to it. So I'm going to mm-hmm. sit at their live show. It just kind of makes it. So let right. me go listen to one. I listened to the I Quit episode. So, yeah, little um, they took some steps and some leaps in faith. Just like, all right, I'm going to oh, quit yeah. and figure it out. Yeah. I, I can't be that person. I'm not there yet. And One day, but I'm not there yet for that. For not for, at least not for that part. Right. And I think I, I, what I love most about their podcast is that most of the things that they talk about on there, I have talked about personally with Aisha. So it's just funny to hear like her discuss it with other people. Hey, look, that's the point of a platform. <laughs> Those personal conversations become public. <laughs> they do. Listen. That was so cute that y'all like had that that little moment right there. I just want to. He's so jealous. That. He is so jealous. <laughs> He's mad because we're actually like attempting to become friends right now. Right. See, that's all that is. Yeah. He actually hates when I become friends with his friends. I want you to live your best life, bro. I was gonna sing Ebony and Ivory, but we kind of like close to the same skin color. So. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> they don't have songs about brown people being friends. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is going on. Like, this is, you can't let people have a floor at all. Um. So, 
there was a topic there, and oh, shit. it's no, it's only so funny. I think me and Cardo kind of joked about it, like in the car after we left. Um, it was the in shoot your shot topic. Yes, it was in regards to that. I, believe. I know. That Hold on, so, look. So I actually appreciated your answer. Because <laughs> so, as a as a male, I have no problem with a female approaching me. Okay. Especially, I liked how you put it because you like I'm setting you up for the assist, yes. so you for you to shoot the shot. I am a okay with you doing that, and if, especially it can work. It does work all the time. No, it's funny because D'Lo said it didn't work for her, but they went on most. They, didn't, they went on more than yeah, one date, so it worked like, in the it moment. Worked. It might not. It, it might not, not turn something like super yeah. long. I think it was the man's fault. Or I mean, no, I'm sorry, that's not what I meant. I was about to say I don't care who fought it is that they didn't stay, but like I just don't think they were compatible. No, they, no, they no, might not. Have been. That doesn't mean that but you like, didn't. Your shot didn't get made. Exactly, the like, shot yo, landed. Yeah, like but he was just a horrible team player. So. Exactly. Mm, yeah, right, no, sure, yeah, we can, yeah, we can go with that. If they didn't, they were compatible, they clearly would just they just were good teammates. In exactly. Somebody had to get traded. So in her, in hers, like the shot worked. Mm-hmm. Just everything else after the fact didn't. Yeah. Like you made the first shot of the game from that point forward, y'all got blew out. Yeah, he was probably like J.R. Smith, like, oh, I thought we was in the league. <laughs> and on that note, I'm leaving. I don't, I don't have any oh, other sound to make right now. Shot, but that's, the, that's something right there. <laughs> I'm just saying. Bang, bang. Like, <laughs> yeah, we no. gonna we gonna work on her. Yeah, I don't, no, I don't really know what's what's wrong with her. But <laughs> moving on to like random outbursts, though. Um, so Serena. In her match on Saturday, Ooh-wee. which I won't lie, towards the end of the podcast, me and Cardo over here trying to look at the phone and everything. So she is basically down 4-3 at the time in the second set. No, this is the bad part. It started off when she was up 1-0. That's when it all well, started. Yeah, I heard that it, mm. it started off. No, I, I didn't watch the whole video. She okay. was up 1-0, and then that's when they start, they did the whole she was getting coaching thing. Mm. That's when the first that's when, that's when the first came, first problem Yeah, because wasn't it like the thumbs up she got or something yeah. like that? Like, granted, like, I now I can see how it could be taken that way, but even like from where she would have been at, there's no way you could have seen it would it wouldn't have looked more more than a thumbs up from her from her angle. I don't care what anybody else had to say about that. Literally, if you were an athlete, you understand that certain things you can't see from certain distances. I mean, where she was from, I just think if I got you see these glasses, bro, I ain't got to be an athlete. There's certain stuff I can't see just walking no, down the street. I as as an athlete, you understand that though. Not athletes won't understand that cost is what I mean. No, I no, granted, like we all know you're blind, but that's different. <laughs> No, we're gonna talk about anybody being blind. It's Jamila right now. Both oh, of y'all, y'all both look, facts. y'all both are wearing glasses, so y'all both are blind. Glasses, in my my opinion, vision is so not that. You know next. what? I feel attacked. We're talking about Serena right now. This is no, exactly how Serena felt. This is how Serena felt. Actually, this is exactly how Serena felt. She felt attacked because it was unfair and unjust. She got the thumbs up. They said she was cheating. What happened? Her, her, and the umpire had a conversation. Now, according to her, she thought they were all good, and that, and that, that one infraction was she thought was rescinding. Serena is known for having like getting again being being very intense in her matches. So when things don't go her way, she was no different than a, a coach getting a tech in the basketball game. How she broke her racket. Right. Like you get those moments that like, you get kind of pissed off. You'll take that infraction, kind of like swing some momentum your way. That's kind of just it's just one of those things. That's the second infraction. The third one though, you go. She got it for calling the ref a thief and a liar. I mean, which she kind of was. No, he was. Sure. But the fact that you literally like you you penalize her for that when anybody that's ever like followed him to watch any type of tennis matches, not even not like there are other women who say things, but then the men on the other side literally would sit there talking like, "Yeah, don't talk to me that way." They will sort of t- they will sort of tell Empire to shut up and keep it moving. I think <laughs> but also you an issue but you really want to single the guy, out the other Empire what, earlier in a week, two weeks ago, something like that, when he went down and talked to the guy, told him basically he was disgracing the game, like, you know, to try harder and stuff like that when he kind of consoled him. So I guess my biggest thing with Serena, which is 
nothing necessarily new that we don't know, but just the way that like women are viewed when they are emotional because sports is an emotional thing. Like you, you're, you're supposed invested, to be, whether you're at the yeah. professional level or if you're somebody in high school, like you're invested in what you're doing. It's something that you, it's your craft. Your if you actually it. care, you're going to be yeah. emotional in a, in a moment. So I think the worst part about it is it's not necessarily even the, the sport aspect of it, but just the fact that you have the best person in the world. Like this is the best player in your game like in your field like like that's like somebody being the best journalist being you know the the best you know at anything and you're going to really penalize them in the biggest stage that's that's like if somebody really was like if for like terms like a tom brady jerry right somebody like that was literally in the super bowl and on the biggest stage where everybody's watching you want to do something that can compromise maybe it's not fun anymore different things like that so I can I can understand, of course, why she goes off, but also to not give her a warning, to not do anything. And she was right. She was right, especially in the interview afterwards or in a post game, to call him out for that. Like, don't don't take a step back. Use I do love that, especially in more recent years, we've seen Serena take that platform and say, "Hey, man, no." She was like, she was honest. She's like, "I'm fighting for women out here." Like that's straight up what it is. It's not about it's not about me. I might have lost this time, you know. But but we're talking about the next person's gonna be able to express themselves, and that's that's really what it comes down to. Like. Oh, no. and another, point I wa- another point I want to touch on because she was talking about at one point when she mentioned her daughter, people try to use say she used that as an excuse. And I, so that really irritated me just in itself. It was like she literally said, I'd rather lose, I'd rather lose than cheat. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying an example for my daughter. But you say she using that as a scapegoat. How, how is that considered a scapegoat? She, she, Serena's a, Serena's one of those people like, man, like she's definitely, she's definitely, um, probably the most intense athlete, period. Like yeah. across across every across mm-hmm. every sport, she's the most intense athlete. Period. So she's gonna take she's gonna take stuff a little bit more to heart than other people in those moments. No knock against it. Cause if any real athlete is gonna take stuff to heart. She takes a little bit more because she hates losing more than literally anybody else in the world. As she should. But Especially when you get to that point, that you're the best. But you you try to use her saying something about her daughter just like as like just kind of like mention that in passing. That wasn't like her main point to try like to try like discredit her. I really, I really, I really like that. That, that I think that part might have irritated me more than anything else in the process of a lot of those things. Well, a lot of it irritated me. Um, I didn't watch the match, but um, one very irritated with the umpire and kind of how. Well, let me start this. It was set up for her to lose in the beginning, from even when they didn't let her wear her cat suit, which was designed to save this woman's life after she almost died giving childbirth. I that was just the French Open that wasn't. That's so that even for the U.S. Open that wasn't. Well, I feel like it was kind of like the same thing. Okay. I, so like, now that, I didn't know that. Part. Like, that news came out, and then the U.S. Open happened, and then, like, all this other stuff. So, I feel like just the tennis industry as a whole doesn't want her to win. Country club sport. What do you expect? Yeah. It, okay. Listen. Because you don't <laughs> see these spaces in country club. <laughs> no, not at but all. But I feel like it, it was set up from the beginning for her not to win. Like, when the French Open tour, she couldn't wear her cat suit, which, I mean, I think it's to help her blood, blood clots. not clot. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm like, if she get blood clot, she gonna die. She can't wear what she has to wear for that. It's like telling somebody they can't wear a knee brace or the little, you know, the mask that the basketball players be wearing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's ridiculous. And so for all those penalties to come down, it's just like, y'all some haters. And like, no. when the penalties happen, I'm like, okay, maybe it's not because she is, you know, a black woman. Maybe it's because they just hate Serena because she is always winning. Cool. But then... All these depictions of Serena, I think. Um, bring it up, please. The, bring it up. Oh, you right know. Now. Well, I don't know where the cartoon is placed, but the, the cartoon New York, right now is in the New York. Uh, it's in the uh, it's in New York Times, I believe. 
I want to say it's either New York Times or it is. It's in one of those popular ones I don't know or something. If it's in, I hope it's not or New York Times because I'm about to fight them. Um, but but in ahead, the yeah. New York Daily News on um, Sunday, um, they have this huge picture of Serena Williams screaming, and like I don't know if this was a mistake or if there was no other room on the page, but they literally have Naomi's face. Like it looks like Serena's eating Naomi, and I'm like that placement is terrible. Where where are the black people on the staff? That's the thing that kills me. Who who are these black people on the staff? Because they weren't on staff or they didn't have no opinion. Or, you know what? They could just be like Jason Woodlock. But Okay. All right. Yep. I, <laughs> thank you for putting it that way. Because, I mean, in, in my experience in newsrooms, yes, I was always shy about things. But I never, when it came to putting stories together and stacking the uh, newscast when I was a producer, I would always put the stories that were most important to me out front. Because if I have that control, I know that story needs to be told or I know this story does not need to be told at this time because it could hurt people who look like me, people who think like me. So in the newsroom, I'm cutting the fuck up. If that's what we're putting on the board, you think that's going out? No. Take that down. Redo it. So, I mean, that pissed me off. And then the fact that, you know, even though Naomi Denver went fairly, it was still a victory for her. And it has been overshadowed. Like, she doesn't even feel proud about this win. No, and see, I do appreciate because uh, Serena did tell the crowd to stop booing and right. let her accept, like let her take her win. Granted, now I will say this: I still feel like Serena was going to lose that match no matter what because mm-hmm. from what I was seeing, Naomi was playing literally the game of her life. Like that, like to make sure that's put like Naomi was literally playing the game of her life okay. on top of Serena having those issues pop up on mm-hmm. top of it. Serena probably still would have lost that <clears throat> match. It probably wouldn't have been no a six a six three situation. It probably would have been like a seven six like win on Naomi's side. Okay. But Naomi was still probably going to win that match. Emo- like whether that happened or not, she literally played. She literally played a great game from what I, from what I has from what we were watching. So that makes it suck even more. Like it you does. played your heart out, and now your victory is tainted. Like it sounds from what it sounds like, she deserved the win. No, she does, but now people are gonna always gonna, question that. It's, gonna, it's, it's, they're, not, they're gonna, it's they're not gonna even a question. you don't remember it. Like you're go, it's gonna be an asterisk because it's and, gonna be overshadowed. Exactly. Get the asterisk. It's, it's, it's gonna be it's three weeks from now. You won't be talking about her winning. You, like nobody will ever remember who won the U.S. Open. You'll just remember what happened at that final. Oh, yeah. We talk about it a lot of times, especially you know. When you see people break records back in baseball, when they, you know, it was a steroid ever, or like when we see things happen, and for, for a long time they even try to do it with Obama, different things like that, where he would try to morrow with him, and he's not really American, or you know, he's his family's from X, Y, and Z, right. and it's like you take away from the moment instead of you know the actual accomplishment by by talking about stuff like that. And they pissed me off by, I mean, I guess Naomi was playing for Japan or something like that. Correct, she's Haitian, uh, but they took it out stop when it, asking she won. that damn girl mm-hmm. about her connections to Japan and America. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Okay. Mm, <laughs> but it's like, she's so tired of answering the question. I saw her, I think it was, I don't think it was after the U.S. Open, but some uh, sports journalist lady um, asked her, she was like, so what's your connection to Japan? And then what's your connection to America or something like that? And she was like, oh, I'm so sick of this question. Like, come on now, y'all. At this point, I'm, I'm really major title. Talk about me. I just want my first major title. Like, ask me, like, how did I do it today? Right. Like, especially in the interview before when they asked her, you know, how she did so well. Her simple answer was because I really wanted to play my favorite player in the world, Serena oh, Williams. So sweet. Because she's, I mean, oh, she's a kid, though. She's, she's 20. She's, she is. Oh, yeah, no, she's still she's a young. Serena's 16 years older. Like, so literally yeah. from her birth on. 
And she said that's how she looked up to. Yeah, she said that's she looked up to the whole time. That's kind of what got her in the tennis. Her father admitted to her to to Following, Serena. Yeah, uh, their dad. Yeah, their dad and Serena because he said he mm-hmm. literally did the same blueprint for her because he did that. Which I mean is so look it's all kid. respect for her, especially like I'm all for other minorities getting wins. Mm-hmm. It's just like dang, like you're like you're overshadowed now. Or people are not gonna remember this because like you're not gonna remember you in this aspect right. of it going forward. Right, and I think they'll remember her. But they're not going to remember her as she wants to be remembered. And no, it's literally it's going to be people like, oh, she beat Serena, but. Right, right. Yeah. So. Nah. And then that cartoon today was, was trash. I don't really want to like linger on it, but it, and it was uh, it was the Hero's son from Australia. He was an yeah, Australian guy that did it. I was going to say it was probably some dumb shit. Yeah. But um, from one polarizing, I guess, figure to another, Colin Kaepernick. So NFL just got underway first first week. I guess I got a quick side note about that. Oh, I have a theory, too. So. Cool. We're going to listen to your wonderful theory. But I do got one question. Is anybody like, quote unquote, not quote unquote, is anybody boycotting? Like, like how do you feel about that? Just if you had a, a quick response. <laughs> NFL. It's this thing called the National Football League. My bad. When I, when I said Colin Kaepernick, I thought you would have got it. I, my bad. No. That's on me. Shoot. My bad. I've been hearing nothing about boy, Nike boycott saying up. So I'm just, just checking to make sure which one we're talking about. No, you're good. On. You're good. Got you. Um, um, the Nike boycott is not for us. So <laughs> Right. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not a football I'm not a professional football person. I mean, I don't like professional sports at all. I'd rather, mm-hmm. like, watch college best, like sports, which okay. is technically a profession in its own, but we're not even going to get to that right now. Oh, um, I got time for that any day you want to do that. Listen, that should be on listen, the next show. I was, we, we can have that conversation on the next show. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I'm not really a huge NFL fan to begin with, so this boycott has been very easy for me. So, listen, mm. because I work most Sundays and we have a TV in the workroom, and especially in like in the area that I work in, I kind of can't avoid it. It's okay. I don't blame you. As but long the, as you don't voluntarily turn it on. <laughs> if it's just on and you just happen to, you know, look up and sit there for like three to four hours, that's, it's not your fault. <laughs> <laughs> not your I fault appreciate you, Jam. <laughs> now, now, now I, can, I don't have to feel shameful about uh, the fact that I'm watching football this year. So Don't feel bad. So I got a question about, about Cap. Uh, first, I guess the commercial. The did it did it invoke any emotions in you? Did you like the commercial? Do you think that it was you know kind of, was it a uh, was it Nike kind of using more so of course the bottom line because at the end of the day that does matter. Oh, no. They were um, literally thinking they're going to make money off. I mean, of yeah, it. no. So uh, okay, no. Let me take a step back. They know they're going to make dollars are the most powerful dollars. They know they're going to make money. But I guess do you think like do you think that that commercial outside of that was still meant to say hey man we got caps back like what you know do you think that there was anything else i guess to the commercial or what did that commercial do for you did it give you any feeling so or if you want to start you can go first what i got from especially and not even just on the cap aspect because like granted like he was the one that was narrating everybody's stories going forward throughout the, throughout it what i got to seem like what it seemed like everybody like be the best you can be mm-hmm. period like the marines no, definitely not, no. Oh, you missed it. We had a military, but so let's not do this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, that was I think about ain't that they slogan? That's the crazy part. That was really about to come up today. Because all right, this, I'm getting all right, This is the first side check of the day. This is the first side check of the day. You can give me. You can count to 45 and be done. Don't worry about it. So tomorrow is 911. But I don't want to really see a lot of. Nope, I ain't even getting to 45. <laughs> that's cool. You ain't got to give it to me. Cause I'm gonna talk right over that bill. So. I was res- like, I'm all for the respect of 911. I don't want anybody to do that. I mean, I don't want anybody to think it's opposite. But what I don't want to see tomorrow is a whole bunch of like military ass tweets and posts and shit and like first responder stuff. Cause I'm not saying that like, you know, that's not brave and stuff, 
But fam, y'all y'all niggas don't care about fucking military and first responders in real life. Like let, let like let's not get to that right there. So all I'm saying is it like give your condolences to like the families, those that were affected, the New Yorkers and things like that. But I don't want to hear your shit about we got the best military in the world tomorrow and that's why ain't shit happens in those um, those ten the military years, didn't pull up. twenty years. You know what I'm saying? Like that's what I just don't want. And I know nine eleven is tomorrow. So and I know we're gonna hear a lot of people talking about some standing and flag shit, especially since, you know, the you know, it's gonna be tomorrow. So I just wanna make sure I made that statement for sure so, 45 seconds is up y'all go ahead i just say typically i avoid social media those on 9 11 anyway yikes J- just just so i don't i'm gonna bring my own noise thing next time this bell is fun but now i want to make funny noises because i'm a kid she has parts on there i, I know but anyway I want, back I to the to topic the <laughs> you were saying i couldn't use the first <laughs> oh no you can't <laughs> i, I was like you have my full permission to use the first <laughs> whenever you deem it necessary right uh but what are you saying about the commercial no so it's it's I took it as more to so like be the best you can be, mm-hmm. no matter what you're sacrificing. Because pretty much like for him, he's like if like his like if you sacrifice everything, Serena be be the best ever, LeBron be bigger than it. Right. So it was really one of like I didn't really I didn't really take it as like the first time I watched, I'm like oh I'm like oh shoot like Cap is they're, they're definitely supporting like Cap's movement, but at the same time I'm like all right, now it's kind of just really telling you just really be the best you can be. So it might not be exactly what you were expecting or what you really wanted it to mean mm-hmm. but you can take it however you can take it however you want it you can it can mean what you want it to mean that's pretty much like they did leave it open for you to kind of make your own determination about that got it um i mean like cardo said everything is about money black dollars are the most in- influential i'm not even gonna say black dollars black people are the most influential people in the world say that when it comes to culture when it comes to money trends all of that y'all getting it from black people because at the end of the day all life started in africa so yeah but um with the commercial i liked it it was cute um but i think nike is up there they're shaking shit up they have like changed their entire well not their entire but a large part of their uh c-suite leadership has changed. Um, I want to know what black women they got in there because they really been shaking the table. I think like two years ago they had um, like a, a commercial and it was just featuring like a lot of the black LGBT community. It was all about like voguing and stuff like that. Um, I saw another one of their commercials in um, I think it was released in Mexico and it features this girl. She's in the car. I think they're on their way to school and they're stuck in traffic. So she gets out the car um, and she starts running. And so all these other women start running with her. Uh, I think there was like a bo- like a female boxer. Some guy uh, like whistled or cat called them and then they all beat his ass. So, <laughs> you know, just a very strong female empowering type of commercial on top of all this other stuff they, they're doing, supporting Serena, supporting Cap. So... Um. Yeah, Nike is a business, and I think they're making very bold this uh, business decisions with that whole um, social awareness aspect in mind. Also, <coughs> y'all right over there? I am. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> that was a whole ass frog. I'm like, it's some water right there. <laughs> Look, I was like, I almost needed, it. but uh, so it's funny because I know the first day after Nike like launched the commercial, mm-hmm. they were talking about how they stock dropped two percent. I want to make sure that's, that's made this this is made clear real quick. Mm-hmm. Every brand stock drop two percent. Talk that, that shit. Nike is up right now, and I'm gonna need y'all to make sure y'all remember that Nike ain't lose no money in this. Even with y'all burning y'all shoes, y'all idiots, y'all pay for that stuff already anyway. 
Like that's so dumb. I, like, sorry, I'm not burnt. Even if I did, even if I was pissed off, you already paid for it. They already made their money off you. Now you just wasting your own money. I don't got money to waste. I'm poor. Can't think, do it. I think racist white people only know how to burn shit. Like thinking back to the KKK, how much did it cost them to build that big ass fucking cross that they burning on somebody's lawn? Man, then niggas, yeah, like they, that's all they do. They cutting up they their wives' good ass sheets and pillows. Man, be burning their fucking jerseys <laughs> and shit. Now talking about this and want to go hey, like. Listen. They were buying this man's jersey just to burn it. Like somebody explain to me the logic in that. Y'all put white money in his pocket people, just so y'all know. Y'all white buying old jerseys to him. Like he still gets the money from that. Like, uh like, so you're mad at him, but you're putting money in his pocket. I just want to sit job. down with a racist white person just to have a conversation. I might beat their ass at the end of it, but you don't you, that's not good for your mental health, damn, don't do it. But it would feel so good to beat them up. It would. But you would be so mentally destroyed in the process that it wouldn't be worth it in the long run. You're right. Run. You're right. Yeah. Take it to somebody who went to school with a good chunk of them. Oh, I did too. Yeah, Wayne State has racist white people. I don't know why people don't think that. But no, 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 that's not. I grew up with them. Oh, that, you that's, grew, that's, got that's it. Okay, yeah, my bad. <laughs> yep, you're right. Oh, child. 18 years of my life. Yeah, mm-hmm. they, yeah. I'm so sorry for your loss. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's so jealous right that we are friends. No, that's not. But y'all, we're going to be here eight hours talking about them folk. But, oh, no, we weren't. I was done. But going yeah, from Cap is something that the reason he's honestly sitting down and kneeling for is so in Dallas last week, as we're all aware by now, you know, police officer kills a white police officer. Let's make sure we make that very off duty. You know, a white off, female off duty police officer shoots and kills a black man in his home. In his home, I just want to make sure that, that we repeat, in his home. Mm-hmm. And granted, yes, now she has been charged with the manslaughter, but at first they weren't sure if they would Shoot, charge it was her. on hold. Um, but I guess to, to not necessarily have to give the story, because of course by now people have heard it. Like, unless you live under a rock, you've heard the story. Um, I guess the, my first question here is your initial reaction when you hear that. What, what is it now? Like, when, when you hear a story that's like that, what is the first reaction that you get? Because I know sometimes we can become, jaded. lack of a better term, desensitized stuff, or it's just like, I am jaded I am another. as fuck. I'm definitely, at, at this point, I am definitely desensitized from stuff. At this point, I'm like, dang, they got another one. That's really, that's kind of like the, that's about the extent of my thought that, now, because exactly. it's so often, it's, it happens too often now, so I, I can't be like, dang, I feel that. Like, it's too, it's, oh, my only, only difference was, like, my first thought was, Anybody who ever stays, like, who stayed on their own or hell, shoot, if you even stay with your parents, have you ever gone to the wrong house drunken? Or, shoot, I've never gone to the wrong spot even when I was drunk. How Listen. do you end up at the wrong place? How? That and then the fact that she was jinging them keys and the shit ain't never open. And so, nigga, by that time, I, I'm frustrated enough that I'm just leaving. Okay, like, I'm or just, I'm just going to fall asleep I'm, outside. I'm going to my car. I'm, like, I'm sleeping in my car. car. Yeah, no, I'm going to sleep in my car for sure. Like, I'm too drunk for this. Clearly, I need to go lay down somewhere and the else. Crazy the crazy She wasn't drunk. She just came off a ship. And so, I guess I was. No, she's not drunk. I can't, I'll she wasn't not drunk. No, she wasn't. That's what I'm saying. She wasn't mm-hmm. drunk. Here's the one thing that I will say. If they did in the beginning, I don't like the way that they tried, They decided to word many of the articles, which was basically saying she just came off of a full shift or double shift, whatever. Like, they were wording like that to try to give and? her more excuses, basically. Yes, correct. And then you'll see where she works in, like, this high profile. Like, she's, like, part of their crime unit or whatever the hell it is, like, their homicide unit. And I'm like, that's good and dandy. But you came to my house, and you trying to tell me the first thing you thought about was to shoot somebody? Like, you didn't so say anything. So, I like, opened my door. You pull your gun. You, you, man, you shoot me up. Man. That's- first off, do you think that I would come open the door if I, if I broke into Yo's place and I locked the door? Do you think that I'm going to come and open that bitch for you? First you, of all, who's coming to rob your house and locking the door behind them? Man. 
Listen, man. And, I'm not and you a don't think you would have saw the door kick in? They trying to get out quick. And you wouldn't see the door kicked in? Like, you wouldn't, like, come on, unless I got a key. Like, come on, dog. Come I'm on. I'm not dog. locking it behind me like that. Like, I'm trying to be able to get you, out quick. So I don't need, I'm not the locking the door and I'm trying to get out. Like, and I'm no lawyer, but you man, Florida seems really, really too low. Like, like oh, I feel is. like it's sometimes it's like, come on, nigga. Like, no, nigga, you murdered. Like, that, like, we, we got to stop. Are there witnesses? Got, so they do have like camera for being like outside the apartment, but I'm pretty sure they'll like become a way where they'll say they won't be able to see like mm-hmm. when the event actually took place. They only see like afterwards. So it's like a doctor footage. Yep. Man, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like an- another thing of I guess white people, white people, is just the fact that like there are really people. There are people that can you can justify anything. Like if something makes sense, like if you can you can justify something, it can become logical to you. And so there are really people that in their minds can say like, well. Not even just on the tired aspect, but, well, I mean, you trying to tell me you've never, like, like, I literally saw somebody say, man, you trying to tell me you've never, like, went to the wrong house by mistake. No. And then no. she was scared. And I'm like, how are you scared when I, I'm, and then he's in his draws. What can that man have done? You see every part of him. You literally see every part of that man. So. I'm so tired of white women being scared used as a cop out. Like, we've seen it with Emmett Till. Mm-hmm. We've seen it with Massa's wife. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm just tired of their tears being used to weaponize things against us. because ah, they are viewed, at least by their community, as the weakest people possible. Not even their so, community, just society as a whole. True. Like you see it in the movies, like in you know the whole damsel in distress. You don't see no black women being characterized as a damsel. You know, in distress. I don't, I don't stand for white women. I only stand for black women. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't move off the sidewalk for white women. Like you gonna turn your show. I just don't do that for anybody. Yeah, I mean, I don't do it for white people, especially because they always think. All right, this is another side tangent. I'm about to go on. Walking down the sidewalk, I'm not a big dude. I'm not gonna lie to nobody, but I honestly cannot stand when you walking down the sidewalk. You on your side, niggas four of them across the, and shit. Don't nobody want to move behind each other. And you think I'm about to move? I will walk you know, right in the middle. Nigga, I'll walk in the middle. I'll bump your shoulder and not even turn to think about that shit. Like, I mean, that, I mean, I do that to black people too, but that's like, that is really irritating because I like white people really believe that I'm about to move off the sidewalk, bro. Nah, no, fam. So it's funny at Delhi when I was trying to keep up with you as you bobbing with you through people. There were numerous moments where I had, I had like four in a row. I'm like, all right, look, somebody about to move because I'm not walking all the way out of my way. Yeah, no, nah, bro. Like, you, I'm like, tired to the space as much as you think you were. Like, he cut, like, somebody else didn't walk through here. Now, listen, y'all decide to sidestep in my way. Nah, fam. Somebody about to cut through or you catching two shoulders. Yeah, like, bro. And I'm not going to feel bad. Side, y'all both catching my shoulders. I'm going to keep it moving. I won't even look back. And I you want you get to get in my bag. Well, at Dally, they won't say anything to you because they're so high. But you had a good time at Dally? I did. So, Found out that uh, one of my homegirls was there, and she uh, that uh, does art, and I'm mad. Come on, yo, so I could have like actually bought something off of you. Like so I would have supported you. So we went to like every booth, and you never saw her. She wasn't there. So I mean, wait. she in my opinion, she wasn't there. She said she, she actually had a picture of her booth. So I'm like, yo, I don't know where you are. Oh, I was about to say you just said I was no, like the story has got holes in it already. You sound like a damn white lady <laughs> right that, now. So, sound like a white police officer. The damn shit. You know, goodbye. I'm done. Good story I, I see you already, man. George Zimmerman. Oh. Oh, oh, also, I don't know if this is true. Oh, no, 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 no. I heard George Zimmerman, Zimmerman try to get on Beyonce. I heard George, no, I heard George Zimmerman try to like threaten Beyonce. Is that true? Do anybody got facts of that? No, that's a serious <laughs> no, thing. No, not you. Not you. I'm talking about George I'm like, nigga, I just got here and we already got beef still. <laughs> Chill out. Like, I'm just trying to figure out, like, what happened. So, do we get any confirmation it, of that? I think or no? it has something to do with the whole Trayvon Martin story. That's exactly what it's about. But it, was that confirmed? T- I, don't, I don't know. I just don't You're supposed to be in the Beehive, fam. You're supposed to already be showed up. We ain't worried about him. Mm, that's fair. Yeah, we ain't worried about George. That, that's fair. George, George, George of the Jungle. Mm, 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 mm. Dumbass motherfucker. 
All right, cool. That's a good little yeah, All right, then. Um, <laughs> yeah, all right, shit. That just that's into that. That just threw a nigga off. And completely. that's that on that. Right. That's. <laughs> Thank you. Your food is up. Order up. Order motherfucking up. Hey, dog, bro. You, I heard that you went somewhere out of the country that was kind of hot recently, dog. How was your vacation, bro? Did he really act like he went there, too? I know, but I feel like my segue was better than me saying that shit. So you know what? Cardo, tell me about your vacation, bro. <laughs> Niggas that had to stay in Detroit don't get to talk shit right now. Oh, y'all left me in Detroit. Let's be honest. Okay. They left the, me. The, anything I just say, like, not... Go ahead, bro. I don't even know why we get... So anyways... Time. Um, me and KT were in Belize. How was so it's, blah, 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 yeah. So Belize was so we checked the weather report going to supposed to rain every day. We caught we didn't catch rain until the last day. We got and the, the we flight. got the out part of the year. We got the outer parts of the hurricane and it just hit Hawaii. That's really what that was. Mm. Listen, that was so trash because I leave, I didn't get I got home late as a mug. I got home the next morning, bro. I got home to my Nah, so look, this the, and it's the problem. But you got home safely. No, especially, with God's grace. Eh, I lost money in this process, so this is why I'm at. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I hope um, God's grace comes with refunds. I don't. With refunds. <laughs> I appreciate God that I got home, but I still lost money. I want my 150 back. That's all I'm saying. But back to the trip. <laughs> yeah, man, we we got we got two minutes on the trip, bro. Go. We got two all minutes right, on so, the trip. Lots of drinking. I we actually played that. It wasn't that much drinking this time to be real. Like there was a lot of drinking that happened. But we I didn't finish off all of There was a lot of early nights, to be honest with you. Oh no! Listen, people was tapping early. Consent. The first because y'all was like, drunk as fuck. No, 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 no. People was tapping. No, we no, were drunk as fuck the first night though. No, no, second night. That was the second night. No, that was the first night. Y'all niggas know that was the second night. The pier stuff was the first night. What? The pier and everything. The night from the bar and all that stuff. That's the second night, bro. The truck stop. That was second night. Yeah, that's when Ooh, I got the golf cart, bro. The first night, you niggas <laughs> went to sleep at 8.30. Y'all down there drinking moonshine and tequila. You niggas went to sleep at 8.30 the first night, bro. I was very upset. Very motherfucking upset. I wasn't asleep. Yes, we were two hours behind. I wasn't asleep. Yes, we were two hours behind, but you niggas went to sleep immediately. I, I wasn't asleep. I was doing nothing. That's fine. Things. Call it what you want to call it. But, mm. nigga, you was, y'all niggas wasn't being really Ow. <laughs> Look, I was a little busy, but all right. It's in my business to, to, to expound on that right now. Um, my favorite part of the trip, I ain't going to lie, because we got two minutes and you was taking too long, is I got to hold a shark. I had never been snorkeling, so I got to hold a shark, got to snorkel, and I got to, like, well, I didn't food. do food. Yeah, I got to hunt food. That literally was the best part. If you want to go to, like, somewhere that's Caribbean-like, and you want to like kind of relax? Believe is a good spot. Like we went to it's San real laid back. Yeah, like we went to the most touristy spot, and low key it was still slow motion. So that's that would be my like synopsis of the trip, real quick. I enjoyed it. There's some things I wanted that we didn't get around to doing. Granted, sure. but uh, granted, we only got four days. You kind of have to like squeeze stuff in. Mm-hmm. And I'm mad we didn't know about the Guatemala thing, or was that Honduras? It's both. They right next to each other. I'm mad we didn't know about that part until like the day before we had like really get up out of there. Uh-huh. So it kind of like that was like off the table. It's cool, bro, bro. I heard your passport last for about. I think you got another like, I don't like another six years on your five or six. Something years. like that. Yeah, you know, it's a few, it's a few places you might want to double up on, so you could do that, and you might renew it after that. You never know. You may. I'm may definitely gonna renew it because um, you know, I'm trying to see the should. world. You might be an old nigga by then. You might be like, I'm tired of traveling. Yes. You know, you never know. So, all right, cool. So to take this elsewhere, um, I guess there's no perfect segue into stuff like this. But um, Mac Miller, you know, um, as we've all heard by now, uh, passed away from an overdose. So um, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that, that I was, I guess, a big Mac Miller fan. But I guess um, outside of himself with music, one of the things that 
That was a huge issue. One is drug abuse. Two is depression, you know, kind of different cries for help. Of course, when you're in the music industry, you are able to use your music as either a cry for help or a way to try to help others, um, which I hear from a lot of people that he kind of was crying out through his music. And he also had a few songs off of his last album, I believe it was, that people were telling me that he kind of used to try to help people or to tell them to, you know, get help. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess with those two things, uh, th- either thoughts about him or thoughts about, you know, depression in general, drug abuse, you know, whether it's something personal or just that you've seen from afar. So depression affects everybody very differently. Mm-hmm. And granted, I have never actually went and seen a therapist. But at the same time, I definitely, I definitely advocate for it because if you have issues like that, you clearly need somebody to talk to, and your friends aren't 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 always the best people to go talk to about those type of issues. Yeah, like it, I feel like in depression, you actually you really do need professional help. Mm-hmm. The thing is though, cause like I don't know, maybe I just had a, maybe I, I just caught the wrong person, but I have called a depression hotline just to see like what it was about, like just to like, kind of see like what it is. I honestly felt like yo, if I really was this way. I'm jumping off that bridge because you didn't help me. Yeah. Um, I think people need to treat mental illness the way they treat a physical illness. Like I, I, cancer. Yeah, I'm, of course, cancer is a more painful physical thing, but it's just as bad as depression. It spreads. It becomes toxic. And eventually, if it goes untreated, it can be deadly. Do you think say. that the reason why it's not taken as serious as it can be is because it's, it's kind of a new development. Um, it ain't it, it's, no. It's, no, no. It people have been depressed for a long time, but I'm talking about new development in terms of mental health. I mean, let's be honest. We can just go 10 years. We ain't got to go too mm-hmm. far back. 10 years ago, the amount of people that even would consider heavily therapy that wasn't, let's say, marriage counseling, mm-hmm. is, I don't, and I'm, and I'm not going to lie like I have the number there for me, but I'm quite sure it's considerably less. And, we can really just talk about like in our lives or like in our, our families. No, I can say there's not too many black people or black families that were going because like you said, what sure, is it's taboo in black, yeah, black, black families growing whether up. It's frowned or upon even if they are whatever. going, they're not telling you that they're going. Because it's that, taboo to talk about. In and, general, it's al- it's almost like mm-hmm. you're looked at funny. He's like, oh dang, you're like something wrong with you. You're going right. to go see one of those. And I do my uncle is one of the people who actually goes sees a therapist. Yeah. I didn't find this out until I was literally a full adult. Yeah. And that's that, only because I happened to be over at his house one day. He's like, Yeah, I don't know, I gotta go talk to my therapist. Like I, I gotta go. Yeah. Like he but left me at the point too, though, of like when when I first walked in, you guys are talking about like when it, and like insurance who has insurance, which insurance covers and stuff like that. For a lot of things, like a lot of insurance companies weren't covering that. And let's be honest, we always joke, you know, like it's expensive to be sick. Like it's it's expensive to die. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. it's it's more expensive to stay alive. Yeah. Like like especially if you got any. She she used like something extreme with cancer, but we can talk about something that's just shoot. I have to go see a chiropractor, and that's bro, my shirt don't man, cover that. Like like whether it be diabetes, like it could be something that's not even necessarily deadly per mm-hmm. se, but it's like a, a nagging injury, a nagging illness, and it's expensive. So. I think that part of that also goes to like accessibility. Like a lot of things when I think it comes to health, just like I think 99% of people in the world believe that like the, I'm going to use the government, but that somebody's holding out on the cure for cancer. Like somebody has a cure for cancer. Oh, for sure. I think we all believe that. Yes. Like no matter where you are. It's so, much more lucrative to keep people sick. Yes, exactly. Um, same with I a lot of disease, money but especially cancer. Can, can you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So I guess I use that point to say that the accessibility of even like certain cancer drugs is still very, very elitist. Like are still like very few people have it. Yeah. So if I think that's kind of similar to depression because depression, especially as we become more aware as a society in general, 
the first thing you want to do is not turn to drugs. And by drugs, I don't mean like, you know, coke or anything. I mean like like prescription drugs that are supposed to help curb your depression or help curb your mm-hmm. focus or whatever it is. You do want to maybe talk to a therapist or, you know, maybe find different hobbies. But if that's something that's just becoming available to you or new to you, it's kind of tough mm-hmm. to really like, you know, like manage that. And I think it's hard because mental illness is something you can't see. Like I can walk around and look perfectly fine. Like I didn't even know I had anxiety for real until I started going to therapy. And I thought it was something like it was like a recent development. But then we started going through like my history starting all the way back to like high school and middle school. And my therapist was like, you've probably had anxiety for a long time. Yeah, no. And I think part of the I know we kind of touched on just the light parts really quick earlier, Mm -hmm. but I think that was one of the good things about when you talked about it um, on the podcast on Saturday. So, yes, now it's it's not as taboo, especially for us in the younger generation to Mm -hmm. go to therapists. But I think that's one of the things that you kind of talked about how um, uh, some of the methods that you've learned in terms of. I can't remember the exact name, so forgive me for for messing it up. But when you kind of body scanning, yes, body scanning, like I did love that. Um, and I think it's just, yes, everyone probably still can't go to a therapist, but I think even you being open enough to tell like the mm-hmm. different methods that you learn is like, yes, you're not a, uh, you know, a professional or anything, but if somebody comes to you, they can sure. say, Hey, you know, that's the another way to give out tips yeah. of things that things that, you know, have worked for you. That can be, that could be, a, that could be the change that somebody else needs in their life that can really oh, turn course. their whole life around right course. there. And I think people, you know, in our generation specifically, we're all about, oh, go to therapy, go to therapy. But like Keenan said, if you don't have, um, insurance, it cannot be, it's probably not accessible, but there are resources like, uh, low cost or pro bono therapy that are mm-hmm. available for people. Um, but I don't want people to think that therapy is the one stop solution. Yeah, and Like, I, I'm never going to get rid of my anxiety. I'm going to have my good days. I'm going to have my bad days. But by continuing to go, I'm learning to work on those skills. And it's not, I think people think, okay, well, I got this coping mechanism from my therapist. But you have to work on that shit. Yeah, no, it's, it's for lack of a better term, it's like homework. Like, you, it you is, don't just no, go to therapy. Homework. You That's don't go to therapy, therapy and then think, like, you're good. Like, you got to practice things. And I know... Like to Carlos' point, like you can't just always depend on your friends. But I think there's also even besides there, but you mm-hmm. have to find other, for like by term like hobbies or things that you know kind of can keep you upbeat when you do these things. Mm-hmm. Because as important as it is to be alone in your in your space, you also don't want to keep like doing habits that you know kind of got you to that low point in life before that. And sometimes you don't notice what those are. I'm so. saying the point. The point would be to realize what habits led you down that road. Yeah, and yeah. and I think that's kind of what you need to to figure out what that trigger is. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna take a while. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm definitely like meditation. Meditation helps you kind of figure out what led you down. Ooh, that meditation road. is so hard, though. I know. I agree. <laughs> now, granted, that's something I did. I was. Somebody did like show me how to like really meditate at an early age, so that's mm-hmm. one thing that has helped me over the years. But at the same time, I feel like there are more things and more ways, more ways I can get, get help mm-hmm. down the line. Which part of I'm trying to explore more options going forward. Mm-hmm. But meditation definitely, at least for me personally, has been a great way mm-hmm. to kind of like at least like keep my mental state and everything, at least yeah. at least so everything feels slightly balanced. Right, and I don't want people to think that you know taking certain type of medicines for your depression, anxiety, or other mental illnesses is like a cop-out. Because mm-hmm. sometimes your depression or your anxiety is so severe that it's like chemical. It's in your body. Your brain is wired differently. And I think that's what people don't understand about therapy is that therapy is literally rewiring how you think. You could have a negative thought. Like um, one of the things that my therapist is trying to teach me is um, just reworking my negative thoughts. And so 
the first thing is you even have to recognize it as something negative. And if you can't even just do that simple step, then, you know, it's a very, it's just something that's very hard to do. So you have to take your time. It is a lot of homework and I hate homework. So, <laughs> which is why I won't go back to school. For listen, sure. period, at all. <laughs> so, we got a couple minutes here. We got to end on high note. Like, did, did we miss something? Like, what's poppin'? Y'all got anything else to say? We got Mary what? J. Blige and Faith Evans got into a fight, and I'm sad that nobody filmed it. I'm not gonna lie. Like, I Cardi heard all the got filmed. But who do you think won in the Faith Evans and Mary J. fight? Real oh, quick, Mary. I gotta hear y'all won. Mary. I def- my money's definitely on Mary. I'm not gonna lie. I got Faith on this one, bro. I, I love Mary, but I feel like Faith got. Didn't Faith get her ass beat by Lil Kim? But you said it like Lil Kim is just somebody that shouldn't I'll beat say, your come ass. On now. Like Lil Kim Look. should <laughs> beat your ass. Right. So Lil Kim and Mary cut from the same cloth. Nah, I, nah. I, feel, I feel like if you get your ass with by, by Kim, you like okay, I got to step it up. Mm-hmm. Okay, who okay. won? Who won in the Cardi and Nicki B fight? I mean, not Nicki B, but Cardi B and Nicki real quick. Well, Nicki Minaj didn't get into the fight. No, exactly. Nicki security. Nikki yeah, security I was about to say I heard the, the elbow slip right there, and they really try to play that man. Because Cardi got a full knot over her eye. Yes, man. She don't care. She's walking out like shit. Yup, I do. Because she knew that she would have tapped that ass if she would have got the Nikki. Oh, look, Cardi, Cardi, Cardi would have pieced Nikki up. If Hennessy was there, <laughs> Cardi is still my baby. I don't know if Nikki would even be alive to be on Queen's radio today or whatever the fuck <laughs> she call it. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> that's solid. That's solid. All right. Uh, shout out the little social media. Shout out something. If you got anything going on right now, anything that's coming up, any social medias, we got about 90 seconds before we got to get out of here. Um, If you are looking for PR or event planning, Holla at your girl. Just uh, launched my LLC, Jackson PR and Events. You can follow me on Twitter at J-A-X-O-N-P-R underscore events or on Twitter, J-A-X-O-N-P-R dot events. I need money. So send me clients and stuff like that. Solid, solid. Instagram, Cardo, one zero two underscores. Twitter, hard work pays off nine. No O in work. Um... I don't got nothing coming up anytime here soon. At least nothing, nothing official yet. Some stuff kind of in the works. We'll see. Are we telling the people what you're gonna be starting in a couple? Oh, weeks? Or we, not right, doing we can yet? do that. So actually, it's funny. My orientation is tomorrow. But uh, I'm so happy for you. But you got 60 seconds. So tell us about it. No. So I start. I'm I'm going back to school. I know they said they're not, but I am because oh, I didn't damn. get a, I didn't get a degree. Claps back. I, I didn't get a degree, so I need to go. Um, <laughs> you know, I want to go do what I want. So a degree's kind of needed. Mm-hmm. But I start Specs Boward on 25th. Graduation is on the 21st of next year, so I'm kind of prepared. Like, like, all right, cool. Shout next year, my life is going to be real busy, but Great I'm here job. for it. That's what's up, man. Shout out, shout out to school. and edu- No, not shout out to school. Shout out to education. I'm for sure with it. Not always like, you know, the typical education, but shout out to you, bro. Man, that's what's up. That's what's up for real, man. Like, all for you, bro. <laughs> so uh, that's another episode here, man. We appreciate y'all for sure. And- they can't follow you. I mean, they can, but I feel like his- we got to end on like, that's- he got education. Like, I can't go after that. Okay. You feel me? Congrats, Cardo. Woo! Congrats, bro. Y'all be easy. Till next time.